If you love hunting, fishing, or shooting, then you've come to the right place. Hey, everybody, thank you for joining me. I'm Justin Geike, and this is Chase Outdoors, the podcast. I know I haven't talked to you guys since uh, last year, right? It's 2020, uh, January 3rd here, and uh, thank you so much, as always, for joining me here on another year at the podcast. I'm really excited to uh, see what the year brings on so many different levels, and uh, 2019 certainly was a, was a great year in a lot of ways, too, and uh, just grateful for that time and grateful for you guys uh, being part of our podcast, part of our store, and everything else that we're doing uh, just means a ton to me, um, but so much to talk about right now, and we're really going to have a lot of neat things to break into over the next couple weeks, but I'm really excited about getting the ball rolling on some of that. I know that uh, the goal of the podcast for me has been to do an episode every week, and I, and I have it for a couple weeks, and I uh, apologize for that, but a lot of reasons. We just had a lot going on. The Christmas season's obviously so chaotic and busy with so many different things going on. We're busy in the store. I was trying to maybe sort of try to think about hunting yet, but I kind of gave up on uh, that, and we'll talk about that in a bit, but um, crazy busy in the store, online, everybody getting all that shopping in, uh, and then obviously all that wonderful time with uh, family, extended family and friends for the Christmas season, uh, I've been battling a little bit of illness, which has slowed me down a little bit, and then obviously New Year's, um, had an awesome time there, my friends the Kubots and the Gateses joined us. Um, I think I, I cooked my favorite dish of all time, and that is a uh, it is a venison um, balsamic gorgonzola pasta. I don't have a, a name for it other than Olive Garden knockoff. Um, they had a dish for a couple years that I just I, I loved it, and it's not on the menu anymore. And it was a steak gorgonzola. So obviously in our household that gets replaced uh, with venison, and th- in this case it was uh, some uh, mule deer tenderloin, and. Uh, Just absolutely love it. Uh, If you Google how Olive Garden uh, steak gorgonzola knockoff or something like that, the recipe comes up, but really, really fantastic. Um, uh, Venison medallions marinated in balsamic uh, vinaigrette, uh, skillet fried, um, left off to the side, fettuccine noodles, um, the fettuccine sauce, uh, or Alfredo sauce, I'm sorry, um, I make from scratch. That's a half and half reduction with Parmesan cheese and a um, and a wilted uh, spinach, and uh, then topped with uh, gorgonzola crumbles, a balsamic uh, reduction sauce, and uh, sun dried tomatoes. Just oh, it's to die for. I love it. Uh, after that, we went and did uh, one of those escape rooms. I've never done that before. Uh, here locally, we've got a place called Cracked and. Weston, and that was a that was a ton of fun. So hats off to those guys, uh, putting together a really uh, entertaining night for us. But uh, big plans for 2020. Um, here in the store, we're in the middle of a remodel right now. We've we've drastically increased uh, our firearms uh, assortment space. We've done some really cool decorating stuff. We're still in the middle of that, but just prepping for all of the exciting products for 2020. Um, basically we get done with the busy Christmas season in the store, then we're racing to get inventory done by the, uh, first of the year for tax purposes. And then we've got just a couple of days to basically plan and prep where I'm, I'm, I'm nose deep in the computer and, uh, on my phone trying to see new product as it comes out and, uh, prep and plan, look at previous sales and, uh, get traveling to the, uh, buying shows. I've got, uh, shows in, in different cities, Minneapolis, Reno, things like that for the firearms, fishing, and archery side. And it's an exciting, busy time of year because we get to see all this really new stuff. And a lot of that stuff has been announced before. 
We'll talk about that today and in future episodes, especially once I get back from this the show, we're going to talk about some the cool stuff. But the first thing in what I'll call the 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 season um, for 2020 that comes out is is compound bows. Those compound bows uh, they come out way before the the end of the year, and, and everything is for the most part out and released. We're going to see some things come out on ATA. I've got a few. Uh, uh, a few bits of information on what's coming from a few of the companies, but um, for the most part, what we're going to see in, in far as flagship bows is here to stay. You know, one disclosure is the brands that we carry are Bowtech, Hoyt, uh, PSE, uh, and Elite. So I, the other brands I don't carry, and I don't have any knowledge on those really much. I haven't shot anything that's new, and uh, I have nothing to say bad about anything in the archery industry, I mean, first of all, I hate uh, the trash talking that's done amongst brands. Um, this this industry is about supporting each other. There's enough room for everybody. Uh, shoot what you like, uh, which is um, the the important thing is that we're participating in archery and that we're growing the sport. Um, but I uh, love the brands that we carry, and there's some really cool stuff out there. I want to talk about that uh, with Bowtech. Uh, it's pretty exciting. I think the technology that we're seeing out of that company over the last couple of years is extremely um, cutting edge and progressive in stuff that's not just um, making a piece of technology for the sake of making it, but stuff that really actually makes a difference, predominantly in the tunability uh, of the bow at the consumer level. Now, one thing, obviously, when you're buying a bow from a pro shop, you're buying it from a place where you trust that the people can set the bow up. But if you need to make a tweak yourself, there's some really cool things, not only for the consumer, but also me as the bow technician, making it easier and faster to get your bow to shoot perfectly for you is really cool. And Bowtech is, excuse me, a great job. So they've released some new bows on the flagship side called the Revolt and the Revolt X. When we're talking about flagship uh, compound hunting bows, they're coming in at uh, that 1099 price point and uh, short axle to axle, longer axle to axle, I would call it um, very average uh, as far as speed in that 335 range. And what this bow does that is so cool, besides, I just, I love the change in the grip that Bowtech's gone to. It's really comfortable for me. It's just when I draw it and I try to hold pin on target, it locks in. It, it's really, there's some great bows out there that I can't shoot because of when I'm at full draw and anchored, I find that I with the grip style, it wavers for me, and that's a deal breaker. But this one really fits my hand uh, particularly well. Um, the wide limb profile is, is really great. They've been crazy durable. Um, have not seen any limb issues since they've changed to this limb design. I think basically from the rain on, um, it's been uh, it's been really good. Um, in addition to that, um, a lot of the same camp technology that we've seen in last year's bow, um, a lot of the same design features we've seen in last year's bow, but here with the Revolt and the Revolt X, which is the longer axle-to-axle -axle bow, the big difference is this, this cam system. So in the past... Bowtech has really uh, hung their hats on tunability or their smart bow technology, they call it, by having split yokes in your cables, which not many bow companies do have. And with that split yoke, if I set a rest on your bow and had it perfectly tuned left, right, up, and down with bubble levels, lasers, whatever, 
and, and you gripped the bow in a certain way, you would still get a tear when we paper tuned. And the bow would be perfectly tuned, but it was not tuned to you, the shooter. So having the split yoke by being able to change the cable torque from left or right was essentially moving how that string aligned with the riser, uh, changing that torque on the bow and how it gripped to your hand, um, which in the past, like in the old days, we had to actually use shims or washers to move your cams on the axle left and right to accomplish that same thing. So it was really, really easy with Bowtech in the past with the split yokes to go and tune a bow to shoot uh, to the individual shooter. And I loved that about them. And as much as I liked that, the feature I didn't like about it is just as somebody who travels um, to hunt out west or do spot and stalk or still hunting styles, is I just didn't like the, the split yokes hanging out on the outside of the limbs with that overdrive system with bearings, um, wheels, and, and eclipse hanging out. I didn't like the idea of setting the bow down and picking it up to glass all the time and resting it on that cable. It just didn't seem like as rigid of a design as some of the other brands had. And for me, with the idea of being on a destination hunt, I'm, I'm really particular about the durability aspect of the bow, and I didn't like that. That's why I never owned one of those bows, even though I thought it was the best shooting uh, bow that we maybe had on our rack, at least, you know, top couple, you know, anybody that shot it. Um, we've seen with the uh, Realms um, and the Reigns, I mean, that was a bow that moved a lot of people from other brands they were shooting uh, over to Bowtech. So now, here's what we've got. We have the same design or, or I guess feature of being able to change that string alignment, but it doesn't have the split cables anymore. It's this really uh, innovative system where you've got essentially where you've got essentially a cam uh, riding on an axle which you can adjust the cam left and right on the axle by the use of a, a little um, a little hex wrench. And what's awesome about that is it allows you to do the same thing. Um, it allows you to do the same thing as moving your cams back and forth to move that string without having those split yokes. So the benefit to you as the consumer is, is in the benefit to me as initial setup on a bow, is I can essentially paper tune your bow without moving your rest and without having to put it in the bow press. And to me, that is just an absolutely incredible, fascinating piece of technology. And uh, it's going to make the Bowtech Revolt series one of the most popular bows on the market this year. And another company that has done something um, really similar to that, but with a completely different feature, is the new Elite Cure. And I'm really excited about the Cure for a lot of different reasons. One, Elite has historically been an awesome company when it comes to just a shootable bow. They've never won any speed races, um, but they have always had a rock-solid, incredible back wall, a huge dwell zone, a smooth draw cycle, low vibration, really good, durable platform bows that we don't ever see coming in for service um, at all. And uh, the last couple years, Elite had kind of slid a little bit in popularity. They had come out with a new bow in the option, which is a, a good bow, but they had, it had come with a large price increase, and uh, that was just a struggle for them. Um, there was a little bit in the dwell zone that was shorter than their previous bows. Um, I shot one, I owned one, and I really liked it. I killed deer with it. Um, 
but this cure is absolutely a huge step forward for them as a company. Not only does the bow shoot great, but they've gotten rid of this interchangeable mod system that they had, which is a good sturdy design, but they've gone to an adjustable uh, module design with really fine adjustments on it, which is a huge step as far as just being easy for me, the dealer, to adjust your draw length for you. In addition to that, not having to worry about having the right size module in stock for you. So it's made it an easier bow for us to sell in that regards. But from a technology standpoint too, they've also gone to a cable stop and a limb stop, which is really, really sharp. It's got this really nice uh, metal angled uh, pad to come in and land uh, on your back wall that things really great. It's got a super feel in the back wall. The grip is fantastic. I like seeing the flagship bow at a $9.99 price point. That's really nice as these things continue to creep up higher and higher. It's nice to see a flagship under, you know, at a thousand bucks. Um, the other thing though, is like we were talking about with Bowtech is that ability to adjust how you move that can or string on the riser for that tunability. And what uh, Elite has done is as opposed to uh, moving your cam back and forth on your axle like Bowtech, they've just put an adjustment in the limb pocket for moving that back and forth. It's really kind of similar uh, to PSE's wedge lock design that's been available in their target bows for a lot of years, um, but really a nice simple system for, again, uh, fine-tuning and getting a perfectly shooting, whether it's bare shaft tuning, paper tuning, whatever. So that's the Elite Cure, um, very similar in speed to the Bowtech, really nice feel on that as well. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, moving on over to Hoyt. Uh, Hoyt has done a, a really nice job, as always, building one of the best bows on the market. Uh, the, the Redworks 4 is an absolute marvelous piece of archery equipment. It is very similar to an RX-3. I shot the RX-3 last year, probably one of the most accurate shooting bows for me, or at least my ability to shoot that bow accurate that I've ever owned. Um, and what the Redworks 4 does this year is they have changed their module system um, a little bit. So rather than having a separate cable stop, it's integrated into uh, your module. And that's really a, a nice part for consistency. It's just one last step to the dealer. Excuse me. <sighs> Can't get enough cold coffee. But... Um, the nice thing about the RX-4, in addition to that, they did change the uh, feel of the back wall a little bit with that change. Uh, they ha it is a slightly different cam design. We've gone a little bit shorter axle to axle to kind of fit uh, where a lot of the industry is at right now with these short axle to axle bows. And outside of that you know, slight increased improvement uh, in feel and draw cycle and things of that nature, the one thing that they put in, which I really like that Matthews did, was this dovetail uh, integrated rest system uh, working in partnership with QAD. So basically it eliminates an entire piece uh, to a rest, which can be mounted onto the bow uh, improperly. It's sleeker, it's more streamlined, it's a very high quality rest for the integration piece. You can still use other rests, but this particular QAD, how it integrates, is really, really nice. It keeps everything square. And uh, that is uh, that is really uh, it, it's a really a cool design. Like I said, it's it, they're not the first ones to do it, but they're integrating it in, and, I, and I've loved that feature since the day I saw it. Same thing too with the uh, Axiom <coughs> and the aluminum bow. 
Um, they're still building both bows in an ultra, so longer axle to axle, shorter to axle to axle, right? 29 and 34 inches. Uh, the one nice thing about um, the Axios that they did this year is their blackout or their all black bow. They brought in at a $100 lower price point so that they do have a bow in a flagship aluminum at that $999. And it's definitely one a guy's got to shoot because one of the things that people always miss out on is with Hoyt, they only think about the carbon bow as their flagship. And I think a lot of times people forget about the aluminum bow as a flagship bow just because it's not the most expensive bow that uh, Hoyt offers but the only difference is the riser so if you're shooting you definitely have to try both <coughs> excuse me you can tell I'm still dealing with my uh, illness a little bit but um <coughs> die oh uh, so anyway uh moving on uh the the last bow that I'm going to talk about today are the are the new bows from PSE uh We've been with PSC ever since we've opened the store, and, and uh, they have really uh, built something that's very uncharacteristic of PSC with the Evo NXT. Now, PSC forever has always been the leaders in speed, and they still are with the Expedite uh, at 360 feet a second, but the new Evo NXT is specifically designed to build the smoothest, lowest vibration, quietest platform that PSC's ever built in a flagship bow. And uh, the bow, I got to tell you that Evo Camp has been exceptional. It is crazy smooth at 90% let off. It's incredibly high. They put this new fatter rubber grip inside of it uh, that for some people, is they really like it. They've put great color finishes on it. But here's where the deal comes in. It's IBO speeding at under... Uh, 330 feet a second. And that's really freaking a lot of people out going, oh my gosh, this bow's so slow. Here's the difference though. One thing PSE does that I really admire <coughs> is having honesty in their sheets. <coughs> Sorry, we're going to wrap this up soon because my throat is crushing me. But the one thing you can trust about PSE is that you can actually IBO a bow on what they say that they can. You can get a different cam um, system on their bow to get them faster but really at the end of the day when we're setting up bows and conographing them with hunting arrows they're basically sitting in the same speed range as everybody who's advertising a 335 and uh, like I said I commend them for their honesty I think it's going to hurt some of the attention they're getting but you absolutely have to include that bow in what you're in what you're going to choose to shoot as far as what am I choosing to shoot this year well it shouldn't really matter what I'm shooting because uh, I think everybody should try everything and shoot what's most comfortable to them and gives them those confidence. But it's been a lot of years since I've owned a Bowtech, and with this new design on that cam, I've got a Revolt on order, and I'm excited to shoot that. I'm not getting rid of my RX, uh, RX3 yet, um, but I am uh, really excited to get uh, get this Bowtech in my hands and set it up and see how it goes. Hey, pretty soon we're going to talk to uh, Captain Brett Jolly. Uh, we'll have that on next week's episode, so I hope you join us there and um, some really cool stuff to start talking about in the gun world once I get back um, uh, from the show next week. We're going to start digging into that too. Hope you guys are having a great new year. Like I said, stay focused. Let's start planning. 2020, fall deer hunting's coming up, fishing's coming up. It's just a great time to be alive. So God bless you and we'll see you on the woods in the water.